Welcome to Sanford on Security, where each episode, American Security Council Foundation Senior Analyst Lawrence Sanford brings you the latest in national security news and events. Mr. Sanford served as a communications officer aboard a destroyer in the U.S. Pacific Fleet, followed by four years as an officer in the clandestine services of the CIA. If you would like to support the American Security Council Foundation, please visit www.ascf.us. Thanks so much, and have a great day. Good day. My name is Lawrence Sanford. I'm Senior Analyst with the American Security Council Foundation. We are a nonprofit organization that's been in existence since 1958. Our mission is to educate and engage Americans on issues of national security, economic security, and moral leadership. Our mission statement is peace through strength. And we've been in existence since 1958 as a nonprofit think tank. And today we're going to cover all three of our missions, namely national security, economic security, and moral leadership. We have today as our guest George Lewis, PhD in engineering. And in process of full disclosure, I would say he's also my nephew. But I had, have admired him for, for many years, and the reason why I thought he'd be an appropriate guest for American Security Council is, from a national security viewpoint, he invented and has a thriving business serving American military, both active duty and retired servicemen, especially tied in with the VA system. From an economic security viewpoint, his company, he started from scratch, and now he travels throughout the United States promoting and marketing his organization on his own company jet, and he's the pilot. And last but not least, he exemplifies the moral leadership of the next generation of Americans who are entrepreneurs, believe in capitalism, and believe in America. So with that introduction, I present uh, George Lewis. So George, why don't you just give a quick bi biographical background of your education and how you got started on your company, your company name, and just show us a little bit about it. All right, great. Well, thank you for the introduction. Uh, my, my background is I'm a, a PhD in neurobiology and biomedical engineering. So uh, I, I completed that uh, in the early 2000s at uh, Cornell University in upstate New York. And prior to that, I was a lab rat. I did my undergraduate in engineering as well at the University of Miami in, in Florida and grew up in a, a pretty much a, a engineering, biomedical engineering, healthcare development uh, family uh, with my, my father, who did a lot of research and product development in the ultrasound space. And that's where Zetra's uh, got started out of my graduate work. Uh, developing ultrasound uh, devices to accelerate soft tissue repair, alleviate pain, and as you mentioned, uh, you know we're treating a lot of veterans and uh, active duty service members uh, with the technology, and it's been full circle because a lot of the funding and uh, uh, the reason why I'm here to this day and been doing it for the last 15 years is a federal support through the NIH Department of Defense and you know nasa various federal agencies that sort of saw the idea and helped us carry it all the way through a commercial reality where we're able to help people at this point mm. 
And so basically, do you have a model of uh, your product, Zetras? It's called SAM, right? It stands for? Yeah, yeah. So the company's name is Zetras Systems. Uh, that's sort of the, the company that holds all the intellectual property. It's been around for about 15 years, uh, maturing the idea of the platform, which is a, a wearable or implantable ultrasound system to stimulate soft tissue repair. And the name of the product or the technology is SAM, and SAM stands for Sustained Acoustic Medicine. It's the first and only uh, multi-hour home use, FDA cleared uh, soft tissue healing technology that can you can literally use every day to stimulate your body to increase blood flow, stimulate you know circulation, nutrient transfer, and allow tissues that would otherwise not heal, like cartilage defects, uh, overuse tendinopathies, strains, it literally just is like a, a, a magic bullet to stimulate modeling, remodeling in the tissue and allow the body to heal. So very applicable for active duty members who are injuring themselves in service, as well as the veteran communities, uh, as well as you know everyday people around the United States. Is there any particular length of time that one wears this device? Yeah, great question. So it's not uh, it's not something that you use in perpetuity, meaning it's not like a tens device or a, a magnetic stimulator or light therapy. A lot of those devices and commercial products on the market are used to mask pain or treat the the pain itself. It's not actually working on the root cause or the underlying condition that is creating the pain. So Sam actually works to remodel tissue and actually heal or work on the root cause of the injury versus just masking the pain. So it's not like a drug, it's not like a TENS device, it actually stimulates soft tissue remodeling to treat the pain. And because it's actually healing the pain, uh, you only use it for about four to eight weeks. Uh, for most patients, that is sufficient, even if it's like a long-term uh, back injury or uh, moderate to severe knee osteoarthritis, you'll use it for six to eight weeks it inhibits the inflammatory cascade and improves joint motion and function. And then you'll only use it again if you do something like me, do something stupid, you're running with your kid uh, and play a little bit too hard and you re-aggravate the injury, that's when you may be able to, you might have to use the device again. But something you only use for a period of time, almost like a prescription antibiotic to treat the injury. And then you don't use it unless you do something again to hurt yourself. So. Do you have a device handy that you could just hold up? Yeah, show? sure, absolutely. So um, we're really proud of the technology because it took years. So uh, this started out in my graduate work uh, at Cornell uh, back in the early 2000s. Uh, I went through all the uh, human uh, and animal studies and efficacy trials to establish the first uh, FDA authorization for the product. We actually got FDA uh, uh, cleared in 2013, so many years later. And uh, in 2020, uh, we were blessed to receive the actual uh, home use authorization by the Food and Drug Administration. So no, now no longer do you have to go into the VA hospital to get treatment and, and sort of get trained on the product. A lot of our veteran patients who use this with their chronic joint disease or chronic pain will uh, literally, the doctor talks to the patient about it and then it ships directly to their house and they're able to get treatment just like going to the pharmacy for their, their pain medication. Instead, they're getting a device that's actually gonna heal them, which is pretty incredible. Uh, long journey there, but it, it's a two-part system. So there's a, a patch. This patch, we partnered with 3M Science Applied to Life. It's 
pretty much the, the best non-woven material made right here in the United States. Uh, and this is assembled in the United States too. We have uh, three factories, Massachusetts, uh, Minnesota, and uh, Connecticut that we produce these patches in. This, this patch has the, the coupling agent within the device. And uh, you pretty much activate the patch by just peeling off the top seal. That's where the gel is held within the device. That's the high viscosity coupling agent. And as you can imagine, uh, coupling uh, a therapeutic into the body for not you know 10 or 15 minutes, but four hours a day is uh, a lot of innovation happened. And this, this, this patch, for example, has about four, four or five patents on the technology just in this patch. And then the device, uh, this is the prescription home use uh, system that is available now in the US market. Again, all made in the USA is a two-part system. You have uh, the battery pack, which is a glorified military spec battery pack. Uh, this is funded by Department of Defense. And you have two ultrasonic transducers, which are the heart of the technology um, right here. And this delivers the therapeutic ultrasound into the body. And again, multiple patents just on the uh, transducer because what this allows, it allows for continuous therapeutic ultrasound delivery. There's regulation loops, there's coupling, there's monitoring, and it allows for the patient in the first time ever in history and in, in medical innovation to deliver a high dosimetry ultrasound at home. And to put this in context, Ultrasound therapy has been around for many years. It was always delivered in the clinical setting under doctor supervision. And this is the first device to ever do it, uh, FDA authorized home use, uh, you know, through your, your pretty much veteran or military or health insurance benefits. So the device clips into the patch, just very straightforward like so. And then once it's clipped into the patch, you remove the little adhesive liner on the back of the patch here, apply it over your, your injury site, whether it's your back, your wrist, your knee, and then it's really simple. You just hold down the power button and activate the device. And the device is autonomous. So it closely monitors the treatment. It delivers the therapy and uh, autonomously delivers and regulates to the body, increasing circulation, uh, stimulating soft tissue remodeling. And then you go about your daily activity while it's doing it. And at the end of the day, you just you just take it off and you use it for four weeks daily. In some cases, out to eight weeks if you're healing a more chronic injury. And uh, then it goes in its box and you hide it away under your medicine cabinet. And if you do something to your shoulder or knee again in the future, uh, you have access to this uh, amazing technology. So we're, we're, as I, I say in sort of the research end, I grew up with uh, Star Trek and Star Wars, and you see the doctor wanding the patient to heal them. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but this is getting close where you're applying a patch and letting the device heal you. Um, it's not as fast as wanding you in five minutes, but uh, four <laughs> hours a day for uh, you know four weeks will do a lot to a certainly lot a lot better than it's certainly a lot better going to a than going to a doctor's office or a VA clinic. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah it, it was very fortunate that we got the home use authorization in 2020 uh, in pretty much the heart of the, the pandemic. So we were able to rapidly treat a, a lot of patients that weren't able to, um, you know, go to the doctor's office to get a procedure done. And it really sort of shaped the way how the VHA, the Veterans Health Administration, uh, DOD, as well as a lot of uh, workplace injury sites use the technology 
to uh, augment the care of their patients and get patients back to work. Um, they, a lot of patients actually who get the device prescribed will be on light work duty or at work while they're healing. It's not like you don't have to go to physical therapy for it. You're, you're wearing it during normal daily activity. Plus you also have this product in a professional sports team, college sports teams of athletes get hurt. So you have endorsements from them also. Yeah, so it was funny. I, I was talking with our, our fellow colleagues the other day, and we we got our early acceptance with all the mil, uh, uh, high profile professional sports, so the NFL, the MLB, NHL, NBA. Uh, then it, then the college athletic programs came on board, uh, and we're, we're now you know sponsors and integrated into all the professional sports leagues. Uh, but uh, that's it's it's very small. You're only touching you know thousands of patients. Uh, in those areas, and now that we're serving the, you know, the the government, uh, we're able to touch tens of thousands, and I think we're up to well over a half a million patients that we've treated with the uh, the technology. And uh, it's been a long journey, but we're helping a lot of people, and we have a, a company goal of helping 100 million uh, lives right here in the United States. So we're really focused on U.S. education, U.S. commercialization, and uh, taking this technology and helping people close to home with it. Mm. So you mentioned manufactured here in the States. You, you subcontract out the manufacturing. Uh, how do you uh, counteract uh, the Chinese copycats? <laughs> that, great, great question. So uh, we have a lot of our manufacturing ourselves. So we're, we're ISO 1345 with current good manufacturing practices. I, I have a team of employees that manage the manufacturing process and the, the, uh, our employees on the, on the floor. Uh, so we have one big center right here in Trumbull, Connecticut. It's about 15,000 square feet where it's all made in the USA, sourced USA, uh, all assembly, scratching. It, it's literally like we're building cookies every day, uh, but it's really sophisticated cookies. It's patches, uh, transducers, electronics, with everything being calibrated and, and closely regulated here in, here stateside. And then our other production facilities, we have uh, specialized cells within larger uh, organizations. So they're they're SAM cells uh, where we produce, and we have our employees in those cells uh, producing, you know, patches for us. So uh, everything's really closely managed. Uh, it's not even really contract manufacturing per se. It's more uh, that we have cells within facilities. Uh, and then from a supply chain standpoint, uh, we source locally as much as possible. Um, some things, it's just you're not able to. A lot of the uh, batteries, the lithium polymer battery packs, and a lot of the um, uh, sort of composite crystals, it's just, uh, it's not, they're almost not allowed to be built here in the United States due to the certain regulations. Uh, there's a lot of um, environmental safety protocols in the states that really are preventative to producing some of the more dangerous products. Uh, but so some of those things are sourced, but fortunately all the sophisticated electronics and assembly is all done here, even to the uh, circuit boards. So a lot of medical devices and even you know, other technologies, a lot of the circuit boards are produced overseas. And those uh, circuit boards can then be popped into other people's devices or knockoff devices because it's a fully assembled uh, product. In our case, even our circuit boards are assembled uh, with manufacturing partners and contract suppliers right here in the United States. So it's uh, it's been a blessing uh, that we've been fortunate to partner with other small businesses and some larger businesses that are able to do our supply chain for the uh, the circuit components, the fabrics, the plastics, uh, and. 
for things that are pretty much non-value ag components, uh, if there's cost savings to be had, we can look uh, overseas, but first we always look close to home. Again, how do you stop the Chinese from making it and in coming into the U.S. market and undercutting your price? Oh, gr great question there. So the U.S. is pretty uh, good from a protection standpoint. We have uh, 46 patents, uh, actually a few more now uh, on the technology. So from uh, someone trying to come into the market with a SAM device, uh, that can be protected just by the, the patent portfolio. Our patent portfolio is also international, but in an international segment, uh, most people aren't going to be, you know, trying to deal with uh, knockoffs. It's just too too difficult at our stage and our size of a company. Even even the large players aren't able to keep up with it. Um, one of the the fortunate things we have, and also one of the curses that we have, is the SAM product line is very challenging and very difficult to uh, manufacture. There's a lot of secret sauce. A lot of processes that my team has built years and years of experience developing. So even though the subcomponent assemblies are built here in the United States, all the final assembly is done also in our facilities, and it's uh, very challenging to uh, replicate that. So you might have something that looks like a SAM device. It may uh, smell like a SAM device, but definitively it would not function or perform uh, nearly as well as a SAM, SAM device. So we use a combination of uh, keeping our secret sauce close to home, uh, manufacturing here in the United States, having a very broad patent portfolio, and uh, by the nature of ultrasound and our devices, uh, they're just very challenging to produce. So what is the next step in your product evolution? Do you have other products that you care to talk about that are in the pipeline or? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we've been partnering with the National Institutes of Health and Department of Defense since since day one in this journey, um, back in the early 2000s. And even right now, we have active proposals and partnerships with both agencies. So uh, the public knowledge, the National Institutes of Aging and the National Institutes of Minority Health and Health Disparities, we've been working with those two federal agencies to develop the next generation of uh, SAM devices with uh, diclofenic or combination products. These devices are able to not only deliver SAM healing uh, or ultrasound-based healing of soft tissue, but it also merges it with some pretty innovation of their pharmacotherapies to locally deliver drugs. And one of the biggest challenges with uh, drugs and drug, drug delivery in general uh, is oral administration uh, leads to carpet bombing the entire body. So you take a diclofenac or an aspirin every day, it's doing a murder to your cardiovascular, your renal, uh, your GI system, and a lot of patients know it. They just, start, after a long dosing, uh, they start slowing down. They might even get gastric bleeding. So what's unique with SAM and some of these topical, um, uh, diclof uh, topical drugs, you're able to combine the two treatments, it's called the combination product, and deliver a, a pharmacotherapy and a SAM healing potential directly to the joint space. So we're working on that uh, product innovation right now that we hope to bring to market in the near future. Uh, and we also have some other innovation uh, with flexible systems and uh, soft tissue healing uh, technologies with the Department of Defense. So now that's still a little bit under wraps, but a lot of innovation coming out of Zetra's and our sort of platform technology. Well, that's, that's exciting, George, and that, I think we've covered the national security angle of American security, the economic security, but let's talk about the moral leadership. You recently were in Miami at your old alma mater, 
and we're giving a presentation on what you've done and how you can accomplish it. So I, I would think that you'd be a role model for entrepreneurship here in America. So do you have a recap of what you spoke at uh, when you spoke at Miami or any comments on that? Oh, you know, absolutely. So first, I, I, I always saw myself as a teacher or a professor or an educator. And then somehow I went down this journey of uh, being a chief everything officer, uh, where I pretty much do everything in the company at this point. Um, but I love education and I love sharing the journey that I've had so far because it's been such an interesting journey, you know, coming as a graduate student and dealing with investors and raising money and then going through the ups and downs of a business. And uh, 15 years later, I've only helped, you know, not even close to a million people yet. So it, it, it takes so much time and endurance and, and patient persistence, as I say. Um, so uh, at the University of Miami, um, some of my old professors uh, invited me back. They said, oh, George, we've been following you on your journey. We'd love for you to present to the biomedical engineering department and share some of your stories of commercialization and entrepreneurship and engineering. And that's exactly what I did. Um, I got to lecture to the whole uh, BME department, uh, professors, students, graduate students, some people just starting on their journey, other people midway in their journey, uh, some people, you know, retiring as a professor and, and hearing some of their great stories that they've had. And I got to share just the experience of a, developing a product, um, developing a patent portfolio to protect that product, continuing engineering, supporting engineering, uh, helping customers, uh, taking customers insights and adding it into your product to improve future products. And then the whole act of collaboration, uh, which is critical. Uh, we've had, you know, well over 200, 300 people who have worked on the SAM product family since day one, graduate students, undergraduates, employees, patent attorneys, et cetera. And all their innovations and ideas have really uh, created a uh, exemplary product that's leading the innovation in the United States. And a lot of people look at me saying, oh, you're so innovative, wonderful. It's not me, it's really the, the team that has taken a sort of a, a seed and turned that seed into a beautiful tree that's growing and helping lots of people. And that's how you kind of have to look at these technologies. It's not one person. Some people, you get put into the figurehead position, but it's that whole amazing team that's really uh, doing all the hard work. And I, at this point, get to talk about it, share that. And then uh, the team really just keeps on bringing and bringing it to the next level of the technology. So that was really fun to share at the University of Miami. And I also, I, I go back to my alma mater at Cornell and also share with the graduate students and undergraduates there. I try to get around at least once a year to uh, share some of those educational experiences and offer internships at their company as well. Mm. Wonderful. Do you have any uh, closing thoughts? I've covered my three areas, the, the security. <laughs> so any closing comments at all, George? No, I, they were, I think the biggest thing for us at this point is just uh, education. You know, uh, one of our greatest challenges with new innovation is sharing the word, uh, educating providers, the healthcare system, and uh, I guess always you, you have to put America first in a lot of ways. It's you know you're doing product innovation, but you always have to be thoughtful that you know taxpayer dollars help develop this. Uh, we're supporting a lot of U.S. you know active service duty military special operations um, veterans. And it's easy to be cold by, you know, you can save $2 here or there, but what's the long-term consequence of it? So 
uh, I guess I, my my sort of ending remarks is you just always have to be thoughtful. That's not a it's not about the short term win. You always want to be thinking about the long term consequences and long term sort of reward of of keeping things focused and uh, keeping it uh, focused on America first. Thank you very much, George. Thank see you around. See you around the family tree. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. Bye bye.